0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Erasmus Diaries with Jane. I know it's been a little bit of a holiday, but we're back and we're ready to go. I have Alana on this week and she's studying commerce and French and she's currently in Grenoble. So we're going to have a big chat about what your do's and don'ts are in Grenoble. So hello Alana. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. We had a bit of tech difficulty starting because yeah. clearly I was I was a bit sleepy this morning, but we'll get into it. So Alana. There. What inspired you to do French and go on your Erasmus in France? Like what was the pull there?
1: Um, I don't know I thought it was always a weird one Um, because I obviously liked business and I was always really good at it Um, but I want to go into fashion and business and I didn't want to do fashion design so there's only kind of so much in Ireland you can do so I settled with business and French and then because I can go to France which is like the fashion capital of the world and then hopefully I'm going to come here then to do my master's in like fashion marketing or something.
0: That's amazing. I love how you've like had your life planned so much. And then you were like working your Erasmus into that. I've never met someone like for me, it was a little bit like I need to find myself, you know, I need this year to find me and obviously kind of worked out similar to you. But like to have it planned from day one. Boy, that's yeah, determination. You know, and I've actually kind of kept my plan so far. I haven't changed that much.
1: So hopefully it'll work out for me now in the long run. We'll that's see. fair.
0: And what drew you to Grenoble? Because obviously when you say fashion, I think Paris. So what was the pull in Grenoble compared to other French cities? And was it like just a feasibility thing? Obviously, Paris is expensive. So I understand why it would not initially like the big yeah. one column is expense. <laughs> but what was um, the kind of pull? So
1: for me, the two big cities you can go to where they have like the biggest amount of people from UCC in are Strasbourg and Grenoble. So I always kind of wanted to go in a big group and I'd heard people who've gone to Paris before and like, don't get me wrong, they did love it. Um, but it's just not really a student city. And take in mind as well, like paying rent in Paris is just absolutely extortionate. And oh, absolutely. compared to us here, like we're paying, I would say like a sixth of what they're paying. Wow. So... Just and I wanted to go with a load of my friends, and they're skiing here. So like, I just thought this would be the best, the best route for me.
0: That's really good. And like, when you got to Paris, sorry, not Paris, when you got to France in general, were you really shocked or like, like I'm assuming like you're going in like I'm gonna have the best year of my life. What like was it very different? How did you blend in? Was it easy? Was it hard? Let me know.
1: Um, I I could imagine if you were on your own, it would have been such a different experience to what we had because. I had the idea that I was going to come and that France was going to be so, so different. And at the beginning, it wasn't. I actually fell fell into a routine really quickly. I got along with the French people really well. We were really lucky. Um, And then I suppose over time, you start to see more of the differences from home. But we're very lucky where we are because I know there's this kind of stereotype that the French are kind of rude, which I generally don't think is true because where we are they're nothing but accommodating to us like they are so good to us Hmm. like I've had probably people in UCC before who've been exchange students and like yeah you'd say hello and whatever but like here they genuinely want to be friends with you and kind of go out with you it's great like I was so pleasantly surprised
0: and is that like because is Grenoble like very international or is it like quite French like what is it is the dynamic different there that that's what inspires that kind of behavior
1: I think it actually is quite a big international group of people. I don't know what the statistics are, but in my college alone, because it's like our big college is called UGA, and then there's like sub-colleges within it. So our one's called the IAE or the EAO, And I think in my year, there was like 300 people. There was maybe like 40 Erasmus, but then if you count like other people who were just like doing their full bachelors there from other countries, there was probably like... In like another fifty,
0: so that's quite a lot actually. That's like yeah, half, like, yeah, yeah, like eighty to one hundred. I'd
1: say out of about three hundred, were not from France or not from Grenoble.
0: That's impressive because I feel like a lot of people would think of France very similar to Ireland in the sense of like mm-hmm. people doing their undergrads here. Like I've only met like two or three people doing their undergrads in Ireland that are not from Ireland. Like you know, it's not yeah. The proportions like, are much like you know they're tilted towards Irish people
1: it's their system it's like very different to ours as well so like when we got here we were so confused as to everything because we're in like l3 which is like license 3 and then there's masters 1 and masters 2 and they were asking us are we doing our masters here and we were like no we have to go back to do fourth year and they were like what because we were trying to explain to them that like masters isn't a given in ireland um but for them it's like it's free like so in like a public college so they all just go on it's just a given so they were so confused by us when we say we weren't going on to masters like they, they couldn't comprehend it
0: I know what you mean but like as well the French system is very different I have a friend so different. Uh, I have a friend Alyssa she actually came on one of my live shows before here and the poor thing when she came to the Netherlands for her Erasmus she'd never written an essay the same way that like the essays were yeah so, like I was like how different like to come from that, to go to like my version of a normal university, I feel like that's mm-hmm. much easier than going abroad and being like, oh, my God, it's so oh, completely different. Like,
1: and, like, I have never you had I'd essays miss... so far? No, I never thought I would miss essays as, and assignments as much as I did. I haven't had one so far. Oh. We've just had group projects for every subject. So like, you know, the way in UCC, all your modules are five credits. Yes for us most of ours are 3 some of them are 2 and some of, like a few of them are 4 just to balance out the 2s so i'm doing something like 12 different modules this semester and then i have group projects in every single one of them which is That's crazy bad.
0: And have you like, I have a friend and she got yoga, she got to do yoga through French as one of her modules. Have you had anything like that? Like any like cop-out modules? Well, not cop-out because it's still harder.
1: We've been so unlucky here in Grenoble. I know people in like Strasbourg have wine tasting and things like that. But we kind of have, we've had like a few kind of easy modules now, like one called team building or like.
0: That's kind of sweet though. That's like making friends, but you get credits for it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, but they had this thing, it was so funny. Like there was probably forty of us in the class and we were all Erasmus students, but there's eight of us from Cork, I think, or seven, and then there was like something like six or seven from Spain as well. So we made up like the vast majority of the class and the teacher when we'd go into groups, she'd be like, um, Okay, put up your hand if you're Irish and then we put up our hand and then she'd go, put up your hand if you're Spanish, and then we put up our hand and she'd separate us all. that's actually really good
0: of her though to do that because it would have just been chaos and you would have gotten nothing done because you're like a little english chat
1: and like but we were really good friends with the spanish people as well so like then they were trying to like separate us out from them as well it was just chaotic
0: well it is called team building what do they expect they're building teams here this is how the workforce works (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah it was such an easy module to be fair so I can't really complain
0: that's good and like now on to basically how you got there let's talk money so I've okay. emphasized on so many so many episodes please save so much oh money like save if for a small everyone. house please guys please
1: <laughs> oh my God. if I could go back in time and like just warn myself just stop spending money in second year I would because like, I went on two holidays before, like, in the summer before I came, which was crazy in hindsight. Like, I went to EOS, and then I went to Lisbon, and EOS oh, was a Oh, they're expensive one. holidays. <laughs> yeah, no, they were And I had my 21st as well, like, the day before, or, like, three days before I came around. So, that was crazy on my part. But please, just save. But you're not like, told please. this.
0: You're really not. Like, they say, no. s- like, obviously, the department says save, but they can't give you a number. They cannot. No. They can't give you a number. Like in my head, you need so much money, like so much money. And then you were saying as well that you have other ways of getting money that obviously this doesn't apply to everyone, guys. We're talking about funding schemes here. I'm not saying do something explicit to get money. No, (laughs) We're talking just like the easy things that you apply for. So go through those for me, please. Okay, so the first
1: one is you've probably heard about this and other people speaking is the actual Erasmus grant itself. So everyone who goes on Erasmus, and I'm not talking now because I know Erasmus doesn't count for like America and Canada. I'm talking only EU countries. Um, everyone gets 300 euros a month or I think there's like a few select countries that get 350, but I there's only one or two of them. Um,
0: like Malta, or very low income yeah, countries. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, But you have to remember, and this is what they don't tell you at the beginning, is that you don't get it every month, like once a month. So... They, I think it's given to you for eight months in total. Even though I thought everyone thought it would be nine, but it actually works out as eight. It's however so long mo-
0: you're there. So for me, I was, yeah. a, I was there a bit longer. So I think my semester ended in like July, technically. Oh, I had neat. like until the 10th of July, we had resets. So I was like, I would like document every single day you're there, guys. Mm. They will revise it at the end. If you like, say you finish exams the 6th and you said till the 10th, you won't get those few days of funding yeah but like just push it as much as you can like really and the thing is it worked out for me at about three grand in total
1: yeah and while you think that's a lot it's actually not no it's nothing like genuinely nothing in the long scheme of things so for us we finished college really early we finished the end of March which is ridiculously early um but I think the way it kind of works out you could like push it to April with exams and stuff. So we all have April down on our, our Erasmus grass, and that was been signed off. So you say that for us, I think it was like eight months. So you have to multiply 300 by eight. And then in October, I can't remember the exact date, but you get 50% of the overall amount.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: mm-hmm. for most people, that worked out at about like 1200 or 1400 or something. And then you get 30% of it in February. So I'm actually. Well, no, sorry. Last year's group were February. Mine's January. I'm getting mine next week.
0: Yeah, I think we got ours in February due to like covid stuff, and everyone got COVID. Yeah, <laughs> and then I think you get the final
1: twenty percent when you finish. So you have to give like UCC your certificate of attendance or something like that to prove that you're finished.
0: Yeah, but it's then, really just
1: plain ticket money. That's all it is. Oh, nothing. Like everyone keeps saying now like, because we're getting it next week. Oh, we can't wait for the Erasmus money. Like, but you really have to
0: budget it yeah it's not like, i know keep it's really like stuff you should put like actually a really good advice is put your, your erasmus grant money oh, in your savings and don't touch it unless put it. put away need it.
1: it's like me and the girls literally when we got our first one we went to the shopping center which was crazy now i think we only spent like 150 200 euros each but like looking back in hindsight we were like why did we do that like yeah, we need that for food like
0: or like just spend it on like decorating your apartment if you're going to be reckless with it make it at least somewhat justifiable that's another thing i'll say as well like for us i
1: think i don't know if it's the same everywhere but you will spend crazy money like the first two weeks you're there oh yes just off your apartment but like don't be afraid of that because it's stuff you will need in hindsight like i know people who didn't buy like toasters and stuff at the time because they were like oh we won't need it and now they're like oh my god you were so right like it was like a tenner for a toaster We should have just done it at the time.
0: Facebook Marketplace, guys. It's Facebook Marketplace and Ikea. They will save you.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And so you were saying
0: as well, you had other means of funding too. So what were those? Okay.
1: So another one is, obviously, some people get the Susie Maintenance Grant. I know not everyone gets that. So I do get that every month. That comes in like on the month. Now it's nothing. Like it's not going to get you first. But anyone who gets the Susie Maintenance Grant, this was applicable for this year. And I'm assuming... I'm not positive that it's going to carry on to next year. It's just a new thing. Anyone who gets a Susie maintenance grant who's on Erasmus is getting an extra two hundred and fifty a month, which is great. But again, another reminder is that it doesn't come in on the month like your Susie maintenance grant does, even though it's a Susie thing, it actually comes in with the Erasmus grant in those three installments.
0: Okay. I didn't know that at all. Okay, that no. really does change it. So you need to know that all tell us in that your at savings.
1: All. Yeah, because like I had the idea that I was gonna put that two fifty, like it was gonna come in every month, it would sort me out, but then I didn't get it the first month and I was like, Well, there's something wrong here and I got on to UCC and they were like, No, it's actually going through with your Erasmus grant. So
0: yeah, and that does emphasize the fact again that you need savings. <coughs> excuse oh, excuse me. God. Because like these things happen. Like bureaucracy is still bureaucracy. It's still painful. It's yeah. like you have to open bank accounts and stuff. And like, why would this part be any easier than the other parts? No. And it's just going then, to catch you.
1: Our last thing in France, and this is for France only, is called the CAF scheme. So I don't think like where you're really not like taught that much about it. Like UCC do make you aware of it, but they don't give you any more help than that so it's basically like a housing allowance so you get money back every month on your rent so like my rent is only 266 euros a month which is unbelievable that's nothing um, sorry my yeah it's literally nothing like but my calf hasn't gone through yet but I've been you do like this test at the beginning that'll give you like a rough estimate of what you will get back and they were telling me that I should be getting 97 euros a month back which is like what half my rent nearly that's amazing um it's an absolute painful process so if I was to warn anyone just do it in September because it goes on for months like I applied in October and they're still getting on to me asking for things
0: Yeah, that's the problem with these things, that they do take time. In the Netherlands, they do have something similar. It's called Duo, but spelled D-U-O. not. There's another Mm -hmm. housing site that's D-U-W-O, completely different. Okay. Um, But D-U-O does the same thing where, like, what was it? Yeah, for my friends, it was like if you're over 23, it would give you, like, most of your rent back. Yeah. And depending what kind of conditions you live in, is that the same for you guys, that, like, if you live in a studio...
1: so it was fine for me because i'm in um at like a housing complex called Cruz. so i think you have something similar in the netherlands yeah. where it's like college accommodation so that's why mine is so cheap um so i pay my like my rent every month and i have like if i went onto my account there was like, this little file that basically gave me everything i needed for calf so like it was my apartment furnished like all my measurements all that kind of things um i know it's much more difficult if you're like living in a private apartment to get all that information, really, but
0: was it quite easy to get an apartment under the university scheme in general in France?
1: For me, we were haunted um, because UCC told us don't do anything until we tell you, and it was getting kind of late in the year, and we were we were kind of freaking out because we hadn't gotten anything, and then we got the email from Grenoble being like, you have to log on on this day. I think it was around like I want to say April, but I really don't remember. And you would to just put in your information, all this in like the one day. You had two weeks to fill it out or something, and then we got our apartments in like June.
0: Oh, okay. so that was great.
1: But I know for people in other cities in France, they were told the same thing by UCC: don't do anything to be told to we tell you. Then UCC didn't tell them. They the college like never got onto them. They got onto their college then, being like, "What's the story with our accommodation?" And they were like, "You missed the." the application so they couldn't get college accommodation
0: oh my god no no if I learned anything
1: just look into it yourself like with the get in contact with your college like don't wait for UCC to tell you because that's what I do. because they're dealing with so many different cities as well like there's no way they can keep track of all the dates like to be
0: honest the thing is I feel like In the Erasmus process, you are kind of babied by, especially, well, particularly by UCC. They do kind of baby you a little, especially with, I was completely online. So they were like, oh, like, this is this, like, just log on and then you're literally done. You don't have to do anything. They do it for you, like, Like, essentially. Like, it's so easy. Like, love UCC for making it so easy. But then, like, there is a second where you have to turn into a fully fledged adult. And if you're not there, you fall. Like that happened to me that I was looking for like three months for an apartment and I couldn't find anything. Oh my anything. god, no. It was horrific, and I my parents would be like, "Jane, why don't you have a place to live? Like you need a place to live because there's actually a massive housing crisis in the Netherlands that they in don't. The Netherlands. Yes, oh, I've I've Um, and you see, just forgot to mention that I think they thought with COVID it wouldn't have been as bad, but I was going like... private because I was too late on the waiting list to even bother looking at UCC or. To look at Leiden accommodation. That it, it happened to a few of my friends in different cities as well. Yeah, it and it's just, just like you have like, to pay to put on the waiting list, and you're like, I could spend that towards a deposit on an actual place. Oh, completely. Like it was. I worth think
1: Grenoble just
0: really good. Like the college,
1: there, there's like something. I, it's really hard to explain. With it's like French culture, where like they feel the need to explain everything in like really, really details. So you know they like Irish people would always just kind of read in between the lines mm-hmm. French people like that's not really so much a thing so, yeah spell like, it god out for me, yeah oh so god we're giving us everything like they gave us the dates we had to apply the dates we would get our accommodation we were haunted but I know some people in France and other cities weren't so lucky so just get in contact with someone basically who's in your city that you're going to next year as soon as possible and they'll just tell you everything you need to know
0: yeah and specifically for Grenoble. so we'll kind of move away from serious money talk to yeah. general money talk. <laughs> Cause we're fun on this podcast. I don't yes, know what you mean. Course. We're fun. Yeah. Um but so what's your opinion of French public transport? Do you rate it or do you hate it? And what are like the prices? What's your best deal? Do you have a transport card? Give me the deets. Okay.
1: I rate Grenoble's public transport system so highly. I never want to go home and see a bus there again in my life. Oh, no. <laughs> So we have a tram system. Um, well, I don't even know what it's called, but it's the only tram system in Grenoble. And we pay 15 euros a month. That's it. Go away. And just unlimited trams, unlimited buses. And the trams are like, what, every four or five minutes? Like there's one, literally, if you look at my window, I can see the tram right there. It's like a 30 second walk. Oh,
0: that's incredible.
1: Um, it's unbelievable. Like genuinely, it brings you everywhere you need to go.
0: And is this across the board in France or is this just specifically Grenoble or like student cities?
1: I know other cities have tram systems going, but it's a separate tram system everywhere. So when I went to visit my friends in Strasbourg, we were like, oh, this will be great. Our tram card will work here. And it didn't. And I was talking to the girls there asking, did they have tram cards? And they were saying that in their city it was 60 euros a month. So we okay. were like we are just absolutely blessed like Grenoble is just a real student city so they it's only students really live here That's
0: it's so like so good
1: like i know families live here as well but this city is all catered for students mm. so the 15 euros a month is just blessed and then sometimes if like there's a, there's always strikes with the trams and stuff because french people just strike so often It's France. Uh, yeah <laughs> it's just so bad so then if there's ever something like that like they'll lot of the time like replace it with a bus so we got on a tram like two weekends ago or something and it brought us to like a certain thing and the guy announced over the intercom he was like everyone has to get off we were like "Hmm." it's like 1am we are
0: nowhere near home and then like a bus just pulled up next to us and everyone's got on the bus that is so incredible like that barely happens here
1: oh my god Like, like
0: every so often if it's been like properly like out of order for the day or something Oh, they're on
1: the ball. Like, it's genuinely so blessed. Now, I will say that Grenoble is kind of out of the way. So it's kind of hard for us to get to other places in France. We usually have to go Grenoble to Lyon and then Lyon will bring us everywhere. But in the grand scheme of things, like sometimes you'd pay like a fiver on a flex bus to get to Lyon. That's so,
0: fine. Like,
1: but also, like so,
0: did you have to fly to Lyon to get there? Yeah, so there's a few ways
1: to get there, but it's not the easiest place. I will say that so... We had to go up to Dublin and then do Dublin to Lyon, which is like, what, two hours? And then Lyon to Grenoble. But at Christmas, Grenoble has an airport. It just opens up for like the ski season. That's so it's open fair. at the okay. moment. Um, so at Christmas, we actually did a connecting flight. We did Grenoble, Edinburgh, Edinburgh Cork. Well, that's Okay. Um, which was grand. But you know what? You have to pay 17 euros on a shuttle bus to get to the Grenoble airport. Sometimes it's nearly easier just to go to Lyon because it nearly takes the same amount of time to get to the Lyon airport
0: as the Grenoble one. Okay, that's kind of interesting because you do think like, oh, it says Grenoble, it means convenience. Yeah, but it's like an hour away. I don't even know where it is in Grenoble. That's mad. So like, then like, did you go home much last semester or were you mainly based in chenob slash traveling
1: sorry you broke up there small, oh my can apologies
0: you can you do you hear me now oh no I can hear you perfectly perfect now. so when you were last semester did you kind of stay put in France or were you home and back or did you kind of travel what was your motive so I only
1: traveled in my first semester I actually only came home for Christmas poor parents. Um, and <laughs> I'm coming home in second semester for like four days but I that was only a last minute thing so we weren't here only a week and we decided to go to Lyon for the weekend, which was fab. And then like a month later, we went to, I actually forgot to mention this, we went to Oktoberfest in Munich. Wow. crazy. Now the bus was like 15 hours. It was crazy, but it was unbelievable. And then for the midterm, me and one of my friends from here and a few of my friends from Strasbourg kind of like... I can't really say met in the middle because it was much closer to them, but we met and we traveled so far around Europe. Like, we were on Flix buses for an extraordinary amount of times. Fun. <laughs> it was like the buses are hard, but, but I'm telling you, I could do the air coach in my sleep now to Dublin yeah. after these buses.
0: No, Flix buses are grim.
1: Oh my God, grim. Like, I was on one for 17 hours.
0: Yeah, I had one, I was only going to Brussels. Like, it was a two hour Flix bus. And, like, you know when there's like a smell of dirty hair? Yeah. The man in front of me had like leaned back in his no. seat and I was just getting like a dirty hair smell. And I, I'm I like had... your hair is so short. It's raining. Why do you but have that like... smell?
1: Please stop. We had worse. <laughs> we witnessed someone's villain like villain origin story. I actually feel so sorry for the girl. We were getting on one and I don't know what happened this man up the front was he having like like a seizure or something we couldn't see what was happening but someone stood up and they were like is there any doctors on this bus and this like young girl about our age like stood up and she was basically saying in French that she was like a a doctor student like she was training in medicine and she like stood up and like you could see I could like I watched this girl I was like this is her moment and she went up and there were so many people helping the guy they all just ignored her so she just sit back down that is
0: so awkward
1: I was like that poor girl like was really ready to like raise
0: anatomy the day away and she was just ignored but then like why ask Because there a doctor on board if you don't care (laughs) poor girl that is tragic
1: that I think that was on the way to Vienna I think which was actually grand because like I think when you get to your first place so we started off in Prague it's so easy to kind of go from there then because we went from like Prague to Vienna Vienna to Salzburg then like back to France
0: and would you recommend doing kind of a uh, interbussing <laughs> Oh sorry. my god, down! It was genuinely the best week of my entire life. Like,
1: there's nothing will compare to it. It was unbelievable.
0: Okay, that's good to know. I think we, I think that's a good thing because France does have such a connectivity to the rest of Europe that people, because oh I know we're we not used to it.
1: <laughs> like people are always like, "Oh, well, you can just fly here. It's fine," but you don't ever actually do it. Whereas me and my friends had kind of planned before we came, we were saying we were 100 percent going to travel, and we really have like we're going to Warsaw now in a couple of weeks. We're going to like split at the end of the semester, oh, fabulous. like just because it's
0: so easy. It is. It really is. And now back we'll we'll get back to Grenoble. Come on, sell me on Grenoble. <laughs> <laughs> but so it's, you were saying you're getting prepped to go skiing for the season. Yes. Have you I have am. you gotten your ski pass? Was so, it Spenny? I, we're looking for cheap skiing now come on okay
1: so number one if you get this card called a euglease card it costs you 25 euros to the college and you get discounts on everything ski related and you get free ski lessons which is the big thing for us
0: that's insane and you haven't skied before have you no i've never so that was vital guys please don't go skiing without lessons please oh no you cannot go skiing without a lesson i have helmets helmets yes So we're
1: actually getting our first lesson on Thursday, which I'm so excited for. Um, and then we pay, so we paid for Thursday, like, something like eight euros for a return bus. That's fine. And I think it was like a tenner for your actual ski pass itself. So that whole day is costing us 18 euros. Oh, so
0: you're doing day ski passes versus a season ski pass.
1: Yeah. So like the Uglis card is for, I can have it
0: for the year. But if we're only skiing like a day at a time, we just buy the day passes. So, oh, and then you can get a little ticket for a longer time if you realize.
1: I assume you can. I don't really know anyone who does it just because people never really know when they're going to be here, when they're not. So it's just easier to buy it on the day. And then I will say this is like one of the big things that would turn people off is like the expense of just getting everything ready for skiing. Mm -hmm. I, I think by the time you buy the actual gear, so obviously you have to buy your suit and your helmet and stuff. And you have to actually rent them the gear, like the, the poles, the skis. It will cost you about €500. Euros, which Oh, so you've rented does.
0: your skis and stuff for the season then?
1: Yeah, they're literally sitting in the corner of my arena, my boots, my skis and my pole. And we have them until like the end of April or something.
0: Oh, and wow, you're us, getting like, the full season.
1: And, yeah, like €158 euros or something, which was crazy cheap.
0: Wait, €158 euros for your ski rental? Yeah. That is inc- for the season. For the whole season. People will pay that for a week. That's incredible. I know it's just because our level, I think we're like the, I can't remember what
1: level we got, like level green or blue or something. Oh, we're well, the like they of...
0: wouldn't be much of a difference between them. It is really it's like good a 10 to know. Or 20 euro difference or something. Mm. Like it does seem to be much cheaper for people to go for the season.
1: Oh, completely. Like, so so like, different. And we got our ski stuff. So I actually got a lot of it for Christmas in Lidl. So keep an eye. My mom actually bought it at home because it was just like selling out so much here. So that's just another expense because you could end up paying 400 euros for your proper ski stuff if you wanted to buy it on like ASOS or something.
0: But like, to be it's honest, I've crazy. heard such bad reviews of the ASOS stuff. Please don't do it. Oh guys.
1: my God. It's The little stuff is so fine it's pink I'm delighted with myself oh pink I love it and you can wear your own
0: jacket as well so it's just your pants exactly if you needed anything just get the pants or get like a second hand snowsuit kind of vibe really exactly
1: you get them on Depop as well now you won't really find them so much over here but back in Ireland you'd get one I know people got them for like 50 euros on Depop that's
0: amazing no, I love... And uh, also, actually, fun fact, when I was in Copenhagen over Christmas, um, I was like... It was kind of like ski season, whatever, and I was on the trams and stuff, and all these children would just be wearing those, like, snowsuits around the place. What? And, like, people would just <laughs> no. wear their snowsuits. And I was like, I love this. Can I get on board with this?
1: <laughs> no. Like, it's like all the airports as well, you see everyone wearing their ski boots because they're too
0: big to go into their cases. Absolutely. Why not? What's, What's wrong stopped? with that? Bit of comfort.
1: Um, we doing one not like a week but we're doing like a Thursday to a Monday then skiing because there's there's four or five resorts around us like that you get buses to they're all only like an hour away Amazing. so a lot of our friends are coming down and we're getting a chalet in the Alps
0: oh they're so very really fancy I
1: oh it's like it's it sleeps something like seven people but we're squashing in like 14 or 15 people like on the DL
0: but that will, and that has, has that worked out quite cheap for you guys? Then if it's 14 Some, versus seven. I think it was like something like 150 euros each. Like, would you think that the chalet would be like a cost effective little trip? Or is it kind of like one of your getaways? Like, what would you factor it in? And would you factor in as a must do?
1: <laughs> I think it's 100% a must do. Because there was a girl two years above us in commerce and French. She came here. Um, she has a YouTube channel she was kind of who inspired us, us, inspired us to do it because she went away like two years up the mountains. It's just something you have to do when you're here. And we have like a load of friends coming down to stay with us who want to ski. And like that's like the main reason all of us came to the city is to go skiing. So you just have to do it.
0: Okay, amazing. So basically, guys, if you're going on Erasmus, if you're not going to Grunov, make friends with people going to Grenoble. it will work out. Oh, good. completely. Yeah. That's... Use and abuse. <laughs> that's the thing but like so is there anything else that you have felt was like the best of the best on your Erasmus or like you'd put up there with the things you must do
1: I just think personally for me if I had to go back and do it again I would go to the exact same place or just go somewhere that has a big group going because for us we had a really nice even mix we had like five girls three lads from Cork um and we've just done so much together like we've been everywhere like we always go like out like on nights out together we go traveling together and it's just skiing like this the whole city is just like amazing i definitely wouldn't regret us
0: yeah that's amazing i'm really loving this because i've come from the perspective where i kind of not i didn't go over alone but I mm-hmm. didn't know the girls I was going over with, so kind of alone. Um, but, you know, like it does work out like such a different experience and stuff when you're going over with a group to be able to plan event. Like, obviously, you're doing yeah. these holidays way cheaper than someone traveling alone would be like. Oh, completely. And as well, the only kind of downfall is coming in a big
1: group is that you're probably not going to improve your friends as much as you think you would. Because we have a group of like other Irish friends So there's probably like another like 15, 16 of them. It's so easy to just hang around with Irish people, but I would not, I don't regret it. Like, I'm so And do you think French your French has improved in general? Oh, definitely. 100% my listening French has improved so much. Um, I think it's going to be much better even this semester because we have like nearly all our classes in French. Um, Amazing. And like, there, our classes are much smaller because our year of like 300 has gone down to like a year of 50 because they all go on their Erasmus.
0: So, oh, wow.
1: There's only like 20 of them left that do an internship. That's why our like our semester ends so early because they go off to do their internship there. So our classes are tiny. We don't really have any French people to hide behind. <laughs> so that's kind of good we though. Have, we need that. Oh, like being thrown in the deep end, but it, like we have to just face the music at some stage. Like That's
0: brilliant though. I think that's such an interesting experience. And like when you went over with your French, what did you rate your level? Now you're looking back on it, considering you have improved, obviously. You have to have. I think my actual French itself, like the
1: knowledge of the French language I have in my head is like not a whole bit different. It's just my comprehension of it. So like when I got over, I could say something that I know for a fact is grammatically correct. I know. But the second some people hear an accent, they won't want to listen to you. So I think I was like really deferred by that at the beginning where like I didn't speak any French because I was just embarrassed. I get you. now... I've kind of come to a stage where I'm like no you know what I'm saying so I'm going to repeat it and you know exactly what I'm saying and then when they get what you're saying they do try and I think you just have to get over the initial embarrassment Mm. because it's just an Irish thing I think because I see I see people like we're friends from Germany and Spain and they would have worse French than us but they speak more of it because they're just not embarrassed
0: that's an interesting perception of it like that you know it is just like get out of your own head Yeah
1: it's So bad at the beginning But like we got to a stage Where we were like Oh my god we need to get over ourselves Like this is The language we're studying
0: Yeah that's true And like you can't be Like that's such a good thing Across the board with languages That you can't be ashamed To say it Speak it Like what are you going to do Say it wrong Like I find I used to always mock myself With my like Spanish friends and stuff Like they'd use such perfect grammar And they'd be like Oh sorry for my English I'd be like You know my my sentence back there Was not grammatically correct at all I just went blah 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 (laughs) oh like the French are so
1: funny and they're always like oh my English is so not good and they will have a perfect
0: conversation with me I'm like oh please stop it's like embarrassing towards your level of English oh it's like, my God. No. I had
1: one girl before correct me on um my spelling of something oh <laughs> spelling the word entrepreneurship or something and I forgot like an r in the middle and she was like you know there's an r there I was like this is embarrassing
0: but you know what that's the thing, like you have to humble yourself in general. You don't you can't you don't know it all. We're all like in our twenties. Who knows anything?
1: Exactly And like, like why would
0: you pretend to know everything? Like just embrace what you don't know. I think that's such a good French message is a for a difficult language as well. Like I will say that. It is. It is a difficult if, language. <laughs> if you
1: can understand it, you're like eighty percent there, genuinely.
0: Exactly. Thank you so much, Alana, for coming on. I've really enjoyed Thank this you so chat. Happy. And I'm deli- I'm very excited to hear you got on. We'll we'll have to keep we'll have to keep you in the loop on the little Instagram I've Don't got. worry, I'll keep my poorly contact. edited Instagram, but we'll see. So that has been it for this week, guys, and we'll talk to you next week. This has been Erasmus Stars with Jane and you can follow us on Instagram and join in if you'd like by DM or email or text or anything you want, and we'll talk soon.